Hello, amazing parents and caretakers, and welcome to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm your family empowerment coach, Celia Kibler. I'm a mom of a blended family of five kids. I'm a grandma of nine kids, an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a consultant with over 40 years of training and real-life parenting experience. I'm here to offer you practical, doable tips, strategies, and techniques that will pump up your parenting skills and create peace, love, and laughter throughout your family. In addition, I'll be interviewing some great humans that are on a mission to make your life a better, happier, and healthier life. So let's not waste any time and get started with the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome everyone to another great episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. And we're doing this one live on Facebook because, whoops, it's super important for us to discuss this. And It is all about sleep apnea and really knowing, you know, what you need to do if your child has it. Because honestly, a lot of people don't even know that children can have sleep apnea. You hear about it all the time for adults. You don't hear about it in children. And that's why I was excited to bring on my guest, Dr. Richard Downs, to talk about it so that you start becoming aware because this could be a problem that's causing other problems with your children or a result in a symptom of other things your children are going through. And a lot of times kids, parents just get mad at their kids because they're not sleeping without knowing the underlying reason for them not sleeping. So before we go any further, I'd like to say hello to our guest, Dr. Downs, how are you? Welcome to Pumped Up Parenting. Thank you, Celia. It's nice to be here. Nice to see you again. I want to introduce you and formally to all of our guests. And so I'm just going to quickly read about who you are and all the amazing things that you do, because really this only is a nugget of all the things that our good doctor is working on for the good of everyone else. So Dr. Downs is recently retired from private practice of general dentistry with special interests in implantology, dental sleep medicine. He is also studying the link between volatile organic compounds and viral contributions to periodontitis, which I hope I said that right, with particular focus on cytokine immune response and its suppression by ozone and chlorine dioxide for his oral care products company named Oracare Products at oracareproducts.com. He is a member of the American Sleep and Breathing Academy, past president of the Iowa Academy of General Dentistry, and founder of Sleep Balance Academy that trains dentists and chiropractors in sleep medicine. So excited to have you here. Thank you very much, Celia. I'm, I'm excited to be here too because of the work that you do. It's so important. I've listened to a number of your podcasts and uh, you're you're really making them impact with uh, good parenting. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm so grateful for our connection and yeah. uh, getting to know you because you've also been a big part of what I'm doing. For everyone that is watching us live, I just want to say welcome 
to you. Please feel free to comment. I'm going to try to keep my Facebook page open and so that I can kind of see comments. But if we don't see the comment during our broadcast, we will certainly reply in, you know, afterwards. And for replay viewers, welcome to you as well. Podcast listeners, if you're on Facebook watching and you're on the replay, give us a hashtag after party so that we know that you're replaying and please also feel free to comment and with questions. I'm going to start by uh, asking you a question. And that is, like I said before, so many parents don't even realize that their child could even have sleep apnea. Like I said, we hear about it all the time for adults. You know, we know that people go through sleep studies and they discover, you know, they have to have a BiPAP, CPAP, whatever PAP machine, because I get confused over the B and the P and C. And, uh, you know, they, they always are familiar with that end. You don't hear as many people talk about children with sleep apnea. And that's why I was excited to talk to you. So first off and foremost, uh, Dr. Rick, I'll call you Dr. Rick, even though I, I don't always call you that, but that's what you have on your name thing. Sorry. Uh, can you explain what sleep apnea is? Because there are many people that don't even know. Well, um, first of all, um, Sleep apnea is a general term that encompasses a lot of different sleeping disorders. Sleep disorders, uh, there, there, are many, there are over a hundred right now, uh, different types of sleep disorders, and they keep adding to that list. Um, the main thing that we're talking about here today is called obstructive sleep apnea. And that's when parts of your airway through your nose, mouth, and throat are closed down to a point where the airway that gets to your lungs is either restricted or actually stopped. In some cases, it's stopped. Um, evidence of that, are, are, there's many different evidences for you to suspect obstructive sleep apnea, but one of the main ones is snoring. And uh, you're right, most people associate this with older men who are heavy but actually women after menopause tend to catch up to men. And uh, many, many children have obstructive sleep apnea and it's contributing to the, uh, the lack of development of the lower face in modern human beings um, that is plaguing our economy and also our healthcare system today. Um, actually our healthcare system crisis could be greatly improved if people had proper recognition of this disease. Wow. So it goes, I know it goes a long way. And what you're doing, of course, hopefully will help all this just by making people aware. Because like That's we right. say, they're just not aware. Exactly. Everybody yeah. thinks sleep apnea is for old men that snore. Yeah. You know, that's the instant go-to. Although I think there are people that are becoming more and more aware that women have it. But yeah. I think it is not even realized that children can get it. Mm -hmm. So what should a parent look for about clues in their own child to their possible airway issues? Well, uh, let's, there's a lot of different things you can look for. None of them mean that your child has obstructive sleep apnea. 
You just can't make and jump to a conclusion. You need a professional diagnosis from someone who is a specialist in obstructive sleep apnea. Even I, as a dentist, um, don't make diagnosis in that category. Neither, neither do the chiropractors that I work with. By the way, we're actively involved in this because of the overwhelmed medical community in the area of airway. So we believe we can help tremendously in that category. Um, but some of the signs that you said that you'd look for in children, um, one of them would be hyperactivity or attention deficit disorder. Uh, I just read a recent statistic where 50% of children that are diagnosed with um, ADHD are, are actually uh, are suffering from obstructive sleep apnea. That's a surprising number. Wow. And many of them are put on um, uh, uh, anti-attention uh, uh, deficit disorder, hyperactivity disorder medications that should not be. Uh, they should be seeing a dentist, an ENT person, or an allergist to check on their airway issues. Um, another thing you might look for in children, and by the way, in adults, generally sleep, uh, um, uh, obstructive sleep apnea results in excessive tiredness and sleepiness and weight gain, high blood pressure, heart disease and stroke. But in children, it's kind of the opposite. They more, more likely become hyperactive. Some of them get sleepy, but many of them get hyperactive. They get, end up with more colds and flus and uh, ear, ear, ear infections. Uh, their bedwetting uh, might be long, long into their uh, childhood. Uh, they can't breathe through the nose, they're chronically running nose. Um, they, uh, they, they have an inability to learn in school, so they have problems with school, and they have aggressive behaviors with their classmates. They might be misbehaving. And so uh, yelling at your children, as you always, always talk about, Celia, is not the thing to do with these children. They, they need to be, you need to find out what the cause of this misbehavior is and this hyperactivity and this aggressiveness. Exactly. I mean, can you imagine if you're getting so frustrated with your child yeah. and you, you know, don't know what to turn, where to turn and you've been yelling and they're yelling and it's just a constant chaotic situation and what is being overlooked is actually a medical issue. Yeah, or I, I think the biggest thing is if no child should snore, none. If your child is snoring, that is a big red flag. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, that's good to know. That's really good to know. So I'll even repeat it. No yeah. child should be snoring. No. And that's on a regular basis. I'm assuming that that is not if they have a oh, cold. Oh, no, I mean, if they have a cold or they're, you know, something like that, of course they're going to, that's, that's different. Yeah, right. So that's a big red flag. If your yeah. child's snoring, yeah. you need to find out why your child's snoring, you know, right. instead of just laugh and say, gee, you sound like grandpa. Right. So, uh, <laughs> and you mentioned ADD and ADHD and yeah. That is, in my opinion, hugely overdiagnosed in this world, yeah. and people are labeling children all the time, but it is also a real thing, and yeah. it shows up in so many different aspects of a child's life. Right. How exactly does it relate to a sleep disorder? Well, uh, 
we do sleep tests on adults. I have a, a, a website for people to order their own sleep studies. We don't have one for children. Um, so uh, I think I kind of I lost track of your question there. That's all right. Yeah. How does ADHD relate okay. to sleep disorders? Uh, like I said, children who lack, uh, who have sleep issues, obstruction uh, while they're sleeping. Actually, this obstruction is a, a euphemism, a, 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 a kind of a soft term for suffocation. Okay, what's actually happening is you're suffocating. Okay, you're not getting oxygen, and it's causing problems. It it creates a, a sympathetic response. Now. I don't want to get too technical here, but there's the parasympathetic and the sympathetic nervous system. Chiropractors are keenly interested in keeping you uh, away from the sympathetic uh, body response, which is the fight and flight syndrome, where you're super excited and you're preserving your life. When you lose your breath at sleep and you don't know it, you can go for sometimes minutes before you start breathing again. Now, children don't usually wait that long, but no matter how much obstruction takes place, your body ends up in sympathetic mode. And then that's the fight and flight stress hormones that are released. Uh, it causes weight gain and it also causes uh, hyperactivity. So I think the children, you know, we don't know why they, in the daytime they stay in hyperactive mode. I don't know why, uh, as opposed to adults. And even the sleep tests have to be different for children than adults. They, they have different parameters, uh, tighter uh, tolerances before you record an event. So children uh, uh, become hyperactive from uh, obstructive sleep apnea and we don't know really the mechanism behind that. I read a Cleveland study though, Celia, just a Cleveland Clinic study recently that says that uh, ADHD is overdiagnosed. And because they have uh, six or seven criteria for determining true ADHD, and most physicians don't go through all the steps. They just jump to the conclusion uh, early on in the first couple of steps and then begin prescribing the drugs. I think that's, that's a sad, sad thing, yeah. It's horrible. And I think a lot of yeah. that is social pressures, educational pressures, yeah. Yeah. and parents want an answer. Right, when they, they don't realize that maybe their child's just an energetic child yeah. because <laughs> children always need to burn energy. You know, yeah. I've run a kid's fitness company for 40 years. And yeah. let me tell you, there's a lot of energy there, yeah, you know, yeah. and, yeah. but parents want to find an easy way out very often, not all parents, but certainly yeah. there are parents that are like, I need to calm this child down. And there yeah. are schools that now that we're doing so much teaching to the test instead of for the child, we need this one is a little too too uh, active. We need to calm them down so they can focus because they're not focused. Yeah. And it's, I think there's a lot of pressures to label children and put them on drugs. And I think that is, that's horrible because that affects them the rest of their life. So it's important to really get answers and really understand what, what your child is being labeled as. Yeah. Because I talk to a lot of parents that claim their child has been diagnosed with ADD or ADHD. Right. And having worked with the special needs community for 40 years, mm -hmm. I, I can look at them and honestly be like, 
no, sorry, but your child, I don't want to go against who told you what, but your child does not have the signs of, you know, right. this, this disorder. Now, dentists will see signs in the mouth that uh, have to do, that might indicate the child is suffering. And in a, in a dental office, um, we, you know, one thing that happens when you go into sympathetic mode when with sleep apnea is that uh, uh, the salivary glands dry up, so you get dry mouth. Okay, so that would increase the amount of tooth decay that children get. Um, also, you'll see children that grind their teeth. And sometimes they come in and their teeth are all flat. Um, when I went to dental school, <laughs> that's a long time ago, uh, we were taught that children grinding their teeth 50% do, and it was perfectly normal. That's not normal at all. And so now we know that the grinding of the teeth in adults and children might be a sign of sleep apnea. They break their teeth, they break their restorations that dentists make. And, uh, it generally is very destructive to teeth. You also see narrow arches where the teeth are narrow and the teeth are crowded. These children should have uh, orthodontic expansion done early on. Not, you don't wanna wait till they're too old or, or adults or teenagers all the time. You wanna start expanding the arches right away. And children can do this, but even chiropractors can do that with things like um, mild munchies or things that the kids will chew on. Breastfeeding is very good for children's mouth, uh, mouth development and, and widening of the arches. So uh, I have obstructive sleep apnea because I have a narrow arch and I had orthodontics done where they took out four uh, bicuspids uh, behind the eye teeth and made the teeth uh, arches smaller. Well, that constricts the amount of tongue space. So we don't advocate now taking out those teeth uh, like we as much as we used to. We, we're very, very careful that if we're going to do anything, we're going to expand the size of the dental arches and give your tongue more space. And more and more dentists are doing that. It's fascinating because I remember yeah. when I had braces as a child, you know, they did that all the time. They moved teeth around. They took yeah. out teeth that were in the way. And that was, um, yeah. that was it, a standard. And actually, I had my teeth are very straight because I had them filed from a jaw dislocation. Oh. which did help the jaw of dislocation, yeah. but now I have very straight teeth. <laughs> but um, <laughs> a lot of people grind teeth and I think they contribute that a lot to stress yeah. is what we're told. Yeah. But you're saying it's it's not, I mean, it could be stress related. But well, it's it is stress related. related if your obstructive sleep apnea is causing your stress when you're sleeping. Of course, I mean, in sympathetic mode, you're in stress and that's why you know, the, these hormones are all disrupted when you're in sympathetic mode. So people gain weight and the people can't lose weight uh, because of those same hormones that are caused. So people say, oh, I can't lose weight. Well, that might be a sign that they are also constantly in sympathetic function. So moral of the story is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you want to lose weight, get that sleep apnea fixed if, it's, check, if it is check in if with it your is. dentist there's a lot of things going wrong here <laughs> right well we always when we have people go to our our our, our sleep apnea uh testing website um, we always have those tests diagnosed by a sleep specialist in medicine 
And then when we get the diagnosis and the recommendation, then we go ahead and many dentists can do oral appliances or nasal appliances rather than CPAP to treat, to treat that disorder. And children definitely should see not only a dentist, but an ENT professional to make sure there's no obstruction in, in a nasal airway. And they may need to see an allergist to, sit, to be sure that allergies aren't playing a role. Lots of things need to be looked at. That's, that's great advice. Yes. So um, you actually created a sleep study there where you don't have to go and sleep over in a lab or whatever, wherever people go to do those sleep studies. Can you uh, talk a little bit about that? I know you said it's not available for children, children, but there are probably a lot of adults out there that would like to know about that. It's called onlinehomesleepstudy.com. Okay, and it's not, I didn't invent the <laughs> sleep study. I just provided a website for ordering them. Uh, anybody can order a sleep study on that site. You don't have to be a professional. You don't have to get a prescription from a medical doctor. Uh, for DOT truck drivers, it's very private. They, there won't be any report to an insurance company uh, or a medical record uh, because many of them are afraid of losing their jobs, even if they inquire that they got, uh, they want to know if they have sleep apnea. So really? we created a site for, for DOT truck drivers, airline pilots, and ship captains in order for them to be able to take a confidential sleep study. It's very low cost. There's no insurance involved in this site. So um, it's just, um, it's just a very low cost place, but many people look at it and they go to onlinesleepstudy.com or it's not onlinehomesleepstudy.com and you can order one there. There's two, there's two uh, studies. One is a, a, a physician interpreted study and the other one's called a night owl, which fits on one finger I can show you one. I'll show you what that looks like. I think I sent one to you. Yes. Uh, but this is the, the night owl. Okay. And that just fits on one finger and it's, and it's taped, taped around there. And then it hooks up to an app on your, on your uh, smartphone. And then the, uh, it has an algorithm in it that analyzes the data to show you how many events per hour is abnormal. Okay. And then that, and then if you want that interpreted by a physician, we have a place on the site for getting the interpretation and the diagnosis from a physician. So there are two places on that site. One is for a comprehensive sleep study that is as home sleep study that fits a chest belt and a, or a head belt and uh, does a more, more detailed exam. And, uh, and then there's this one, which is, doesn't have a physician diagnosis unless you want it. Okay. And then that's, they're both, both together would be the same fee. That is awesome. And I know the fee is very low. So yes, I very low. Work with we, my we, want, we want to make it accessible. Yes, exactly. and it's, you know, certainly is. And it's, it's a simple way to find out. And I know it's not for children yet. Is that in the works or people working we, we on? We have sleep studies for children, but it's much more, it's, it's, it's more difficult to do. Uh, the software parameters are different. So my suggestion with children is, is that um, if they're snoring, if they show signs of sleep apnea, uh, if they're actually, you watch them and they stop breathing when they're sleeping, uh, you can see that. They'll stop and then all of a sudden they'll gasp for breath. 
you can assume that they have obstructive sleep apnea. And the first thing you need to do is go see an ENT physician and a dentist and uh, see if they uh, need treatment for, I mean, if a child has a narrow arches and crowded teeth, they need to have their teeth widened and their arches widened regardless of if they have sleep apnea or not. So you might as well get that going. Uh, if they have obstructions with adenoids and tonsils, then they need to see an ENT person and, and get that taken care of. Um, you, you don't need a formal diagnosis uh, for some of this stuff. But uh, the physician can order a sleep study in the hospital or in a sleep clinic for children, and they, and they will uh, make sure that they get an, an accurate diagnosis for your child. And that's what I'd recommend. Excellent, excellent. And for dentists, is the correlation between dentist and sleep um, obstruction, is that, is that because of the room in the mouth and the you know, can you explain that a little bit? Because yeah, I, I would say yes. Um, we see often that we can widen the arches and create more tongue space for patients. And really, uh, we're the only ones that can do that. As a matter of fact, uh, dentists can raise a child up by developing their lower face and they might end up as an adult never needing sleep apnea care. Uh, we can actually change their life permanently, which is pretty amazing. Is now, there are treatments for adults, and I might be going through that myself, where we can actually open up the suture in the roof of the mouth uh, with uh, implants. I'm an implant dentist, so we know how to do that. And uh, permanently open up the airway, not only in the mouth, but in the nose, because it, it, it widens the nasal cavity. That's called an, uh, mid sagittal expansion, and that can be done for adults now. We're getting, we're pioneering new ways. I've got a laser that I can use on the soft palate that doesn't cut it, but it actually firms up the soft palate and brings it up, so that that soft palate is stops uh, obstructing the airway in the back of the throat. We can actually uh, uh, laser treat the tongue. So these are specially trained dentists. Um, not all dentists do this sort of thing, and children can go through things like myobrace, myomunchies. Myomunchies were actually developed by a chiropractor. Uh, we're working a lot with chiropractors now. Um, it's starting to catch on. We're training them in sleep, uh, sleep treatment. Because it's just, there's so much out there. There's 54 to 70 million people walking around with obstructive sleep apnea. Matter of fact, Celia, the CDC has called it an unrecognized epidemic. Unrecognized. Okay. Wow. It's epidemic. That's so much. and. So for chiropractors, what is their contribution in the discovery of sleep apnea and the help for well, patients? Uh, like a dentist, they can't do the diagnosis. That's fine. I mean, we're all going to team together on this, but uh, you can, like, for instance, chiropractors can issue uh, nasal dilators, okay? A dilator like this that would open the air. And air. Sometimes these, these, when you breathe in, that the, those will, these nasal airways, they're called the nasal valve, will collapse. Well, you need to keep that open. Some people are using breathe right strips, other things. Uh, or you can put in uh, an FDA approved device called a bongo. This goes into the nose. Chiropractors can easily administer this. It requires a prescription. And when a person breathes out on this, it has a one-way valve 
and it causes pressure, just like a CPAP would do that would stent open the throat and the, and the uh, nasal area. And when they breathe in, there's no resistance. When they breathe out, there's some resistance. This is very comfortable and many people prefer, prefer this over a CPAP. There's lots of treatments that chiropractors can do that don't require CPAP or BiPAP treatments and so do dentists, okay? That's fascinating. I all stuff I I had no idea about. I just that's that's, that's why, why I wanted to have you on because there's so many things that we as parents don't just not know. We're not even aware of yeah. to find right. out more. It's not like we're not learning. Nobody speaks about. I mean, I, I I've been in parenting in the world of health and fitness for children for 40 years, and I haven't heard of a lot of this stuff. Well, you I know understand. so. You know, I'm pioneering, I'm pioneering the training in chiropractors. As a matter of fact, that's a new new field. We're the the Sleep Balance Academy is is what I started, and we put chiropractors and dentists together to help our physician colleagues in this this huge epidemic. I, I love it. It's so yeah so necessary, and I'm just so grateful that I was able to meet you and have you on to talk to parents. Yeah. Because I, I, I'd be willing to bet a lot have no clue. They have no they clue don't. about it, they you don't. know? And so so before we let you go, and um, I would love to hear any additional advice you have for specifically for parents of children um, mm -hmm. that they're wrestling with their sleep, they're wrestling with their behavior, um, other than, of course, getting a coach like me to help them with that, yeah. you know, what advice do you have for them? Well, let's just, it's what you're doing, Celia. I mean, this bringing new knowledge and awareness to people. I mean, I have a friend, a, a dentist in, in, in Hawaii <clears throat> who was getting angry at his teenage son, okay, because he wasn't getting up for school. And he doesn't, he doesn't realize that the circadian rhythm of teenagers changes at puberty. Exactly. It, they, all of a sudden it shifts to later in the evening, uh, going to bed and, and waking up late, uh, uh, later in the morning. And that's, and the schools don't understand schools that. Schools have it absolutely they, they got it wrong. You know, I've heard you talk about this before, Celia, and you're right. Uh, so totally what, backwards. The, the advice is the awareness and you're and you're doing that by bringing me here and bringing other expertise into this program and training parents. Uh, that's the advice. Learn all you can. Yes. Stop yelling at your children and see if you can figure out what's going on with those precious children that you know you love so much. Um, they they don't know. They don't know why they're um, misbehaving sometimes, you know. And by the way, uh, there are things you can do online uh, through through our services too. There's myofunctional therapists. Myofunctional therapy I didn't mention before, but many hygienists are myofunctional therapists. We have one that works with us from Wisconsin, Shirley Gutkowski, and uh, she'll actually do telemedicine and train uh, the tongue and the lips and the tongue tethers and things of this nature on children, tongue tie, that we need to address uh, and it'll help the airway. It's proven to help the airway and you can do it by telemedicine. So there's lots of things that can be done and chiropractors could do that too. That's 
great to know. And what is it for somebody who wanted to get started? Because I know you have a couple different sites. Uh -huh. What site do they visit first to, right. well, to reach out to you and, and get some answers? This is a good idea. Uh, first of all, um, if you just want information on obstructive sleep apnea and know more about it, uh, you can go to medicaldentalsleep.com. That's my website. That's just for my patients that uh, people read about obstructive sleep apnea. If you want to order a sleep study for yourself, uh, not your children, but yourself as a, an adult, you can go to onlinehomesleepstudy.com. If you're a dentist chiropractor or naturopathic medicine or um, hygienist, you can go to Sleep Balance Academy. Now, so the sleepbalanceacademy.com is not for non-health professionals. You don't want to order anything there because I'll reject your order. <laughs> it's There are things there that you have to have a doctor degree for and also uh, um, many of the prices are uh, meant for professionals and also um, you have to have a prescription for some of these things you have to have a prescription to get some of these devices you can't just order like uh, this for instance tongue tongue trainer okay which is something that it does myofunctional therapy electronically it's brand new less than a year uh, per, approved in this country. And there are other devices in there that we can do other than CPAP. So those are the three sites. If you wanna learn more about uh, obstructive sleep apnea and, uh, um, and then there's lots and lots of online stuff that you read about, you know, that you can help uh, train yourself with, okay? That's so great. And I will have that listed in the description yeah. of the podcast sure. and i'll also post it as a separate post on pumped up parenting right. carmen you're so welcome she's thanking you so much for the information oh, and the comments and you're so welcome glad you joined us mm -hmm. and she really said she learned a lot she did not know and that's the whole point is yeah. to keep learning we all do yeah. i mean i i'm still learning right. <laughs> and i'm 72 years old so <laughs> we're old and we still learn and it's great it's yeah. great to have a tradition in your family to learn something new yeah. every day. I always yeah. say over dinner, instead of just, you know, well, let's talk about our day. Let's yeah. talk about something we each learned today, you know, yeah. change it around. And, yeah. and you're, it's never too, you're never too old to learn uh, and no one knows everything. So sure. let's keep, keep educating ourselves. Yeah. And the more we know, the more we know. Yeah. So anyway, my dear friend, it is so great. Oh. For you Thank to come you on great. with me i'm really grateful for that yeah, and you. share your wisdom and uh we like i said this will be you know a broadcast on the pumped up parenting podcast as well it will stay up here on facebook for you replay viewers to watch again and again please keep learning share this out if you know somebody who knows somebody or has a child that you think this might apply to share it out to them, give them the help they need. Mm -hmm. And we'll go through the order of the websites that, you know, you should be. So, I mean, first you're going to go to medicaldentalsleep.com and then for the sleep study for adults, adults only, you go to onlinehomesleepstudy.com. And if you happen to be a dentist or a chiropractor or a medical 
practitioner of some kind, then you go to the sleepbalanceacademy.com. All great things. This man is a genius and saving lives. And, you know, that's what it's all about. He is the superhero in my book. You're a superhero in my book. I'm (laughs) so glad I met you. Me too. Me too. I'm truly grateful for when we met and us working together. It's it's a blessing. So thank you for being here, everybody. I'm grateful for you joining us. Thank you for listening. And thank you, Dr. Rick Downs, for being here with us. You're welcome. And as always, guys, I wish you days filled with peace, love, tons of laughter. Laugh a lot. Stuff is funny. This is funny. It's all funny. So, you know, don't be afraid to laugh at yourself and laugh at what's going on. It really is the best medicine. And I'll see you here next time in Pumped Up Parenting. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast and being a part of my mission to stop a million parents from yelling at their kids. Be sure to head over to pumpeduppparenting.com and grab your free copy of the Patient's Playbook. Wishing there was a manual for your toddler? Well, great news. Now there is. Pick up your copy of Raising Happy Toddlers, How to Build Great Parenting Skills, and Stop Yelling at Your Kids, plus my three new children's books at celiasbooks.com. That's celiasbooks.com. If you're loving this podcast, please feel free to share it with your friends and pay it forward. And also leave a review so I know who you are and can thank you personally. Tune in next time for more tips, advice, and strategies as you continue to pump up your parenting and create childhoods that everyone in your family can blossom from. Have yourself a really happy, fun day. Bye-bye.